Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we did it. All right, that's all we got to say. Okay, bye. Yeah, just, just yes. <laughs> God, it's so exciting. You're, you're all right. First off, you're listening on and off the field with Durf and Dylan. Just so you know exactly what you're tuning into, in case you didn't know that already. Boy, oh, so let me let's back up. You're listening to On and Off the Field, the award-winning podcast with Durf and Dylan. Or do you say? Uh, you're listening to the award-winning podcast on and off the field with Durf and Dylan. That way, yep. That Say way. it that way? Okay. Because, yep. boy, oh, boy, we well, everybody knew we already won the Maps Media Next Best, pa- Next Best Podcast competition, but then Maps Media just kind of put the cherry on top and bam! Sent these yeah. bad boys over. These are real, man. These are like crystals, baby. Look at this. Yeah. Look, they have like they they say Dylan in it and Durf on it and it says Maps Meeting Next Best Podcast Competition Winner on and off the field. Check that out. Oh yeah. It's impossible to see on the, but on the camera. That, but those are nice though. It's very nice. They're heavy. These are yeah. legit. So you are listening to the award winning podcast on and off the field with Durf and Dylan. We're gonna say that forever now. That's yep. just fact. That's just facts. <laughs> I'm gonna flaunt the ever-loving crap out of that. We won't win another an, an, another award for the rest of this, this lifetime of the show, but we're an award-winning podcast. And you don't have to say like you know you don't have to say it, we only had to go against like three other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a small-based one. You don't have to say any of that. You just uh-huh. gotta say award-winning, and people are like, "Oh man, these people yeah. are legit. <laughs> we are legit, yeah. legit all day." So make sure you share out. And follow and like and subscribe to the award-winning podcast on and off the field. And Durf can tell you where to do all that. Yeah, you can follow, like, and share on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts so we know how we're doing and what you like or dislike about the show. Give us those five stars, baby. And you can find all these links at onandoffthefield.com along with our fundraising efforts and to learn more about myself, Dylan, and this award-winning show. (laughs) Award-winning. It's so much fun to say. (laughs) Don't you just get excited saying that? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, The Fantasy Football League is ready to roll. So excited for that. Um, Fantasy Football League for the OOTF family group. Uh, very exciting OOTF gaming page. I tried to go live on Wednesday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I tried to go do our first gaming live stream, and I was like six minutes in, and then the broadcast stopped. Like it got interrupted oh. somehow. So super disappointing. Gonna try and figure that out later, uh, but it is coming. It's coming down the pipeline. Don't worry, mm-hmm. folks. We're working on it. <laughs> um, the merch. Make sure you go to onoutthefield.com. As Fred said, you got the the store tab. You can go get some, get yourself some merch. Like we said before, got them stickers for days. We'll be doing sticker giveaways eventually. Uh, just got to figure out why, when, where, how. Uh, use OOTF at checkout for 10% off. And that's it. And we're going to get this show. Like, let's see, we got, does that make triple shots versus military decorated podcast? This one is too. Well, not decorated. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, I was there. <laughs> 
I got I I was in an army uniform for six years. It was a fun time. <laughs> but yes, triple shot sports can be a military decorated podcast. You can label it as such. Go for it. Uh that's all the warm up we have. We have so much to get to. Oh yeah. It's week one of the NFL. Oh, yeah. It's it's felt like years. Yeah. Years. We finally we made it. Like, not only do we not have preseason mm-hmm. and the offseason was like just generally shortened, mm-hmm. but just all the crap that's happened in 2020. It's just yeah. felt like forever. And we need this. Everyone in America needs this right now. And oh, it's yeah. going to be awesome. So first and foremost, we're going to make a quick segment out of the other sport. Didn't see that coming, did you? Maybe a little bit. (laughs) Kind of jumped right in. That's fine. We're going to make a quick segment out of this, like 10 minutes max, because we got so much to get to for NFL. So first off, NBA, Major League Baseball, it's happening. You know, if you care, go watch it. The Yankees suck. Mariners have lost two in a row after winning six in a row, so... Oh, what are you going to do? Dodgers are still like the best team in baseball. So, oh, real quick, yeah. MLB. Just I know okay, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Did you hear what the Braves did last night against no. the Marlins? Oh, was was that 29, the 29 yeah. runs? <laughs> what was Miami even playing? I mean, they still scored, I think, nine, but still. Yeah, I think it was 29 nine. Yeah. Yeah. Still. See, and this is, you don't hear nobody is talking about unwritten rules this time around. Right. Yet you have 29 runs and they're still hitting home runs after they already had 15 plus runs. They're still hitting dingers. They didn't care. Yeah. But you don't have any you don't have the the media right now just going unwritten rules. They ran up the score. <laughs> no one's talking about it. Like you yeah. can't it, the pick and choose media sucks. The pick and choose media, you, unwritten rules for this game, but we're not going to talk about unwritten rules this game. I think it was because the teams themselves made a bigger deal out of it, mm-hmm. i.e., the Rangers. Yeah. But still, I mean, you can't pick and choose when to talk about unwritten rules. Yeah. It's annoying. It's annoying mm-hmm. to me. This is why I'll never have a job at like ESPN or something, because I'll tell them (laughs) I don't like to do pick and choose. I don't like hot takes. I don't like doing stupid segments. Oh, well, you're not hired because that's literally what we do here. Uh, Brandon says Chiefs 27-23. Is that Super Bowl prediction or is that for tonight? (laughs) I'd imagine imagine that's for tonight's game, 27-23. And he says nobody swung on a 3-0 pitch apparently and hit it. And I guess no one swung on a 3-0 pitch and hit a grand slam for the Braves. Uh, so nice. I, I guess that's the difference. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I just I'm just 29 <laughs> runs is excessive. Let's not pretend like that's not excessive. Yeah, that's a, a, a lot. <laughs> that's a football score, 29 to nine. My God. But literally, yeah. yeah Brand, okay, he confirmed. That's tonight. Chiefs win 27-23 <laughs> tonight. <laughs> All right. So, anything else for Major League Baseball in your nope, mind? Nope. That's all I got. Just that one. All Get right. That. NBA. The Raptors won a thrilling double overtime game against the Celtics in Game Six. So they're going to Game Seven Friday night. Mm-hmm. Fred, I, I feel I have sorrow for you because that was a rough game. That was generally yeah. for the officiating. That was rough. Yeah. There was a, there was so much at the end there. I was like, "What are they doing?" Like, 
the Raptors were just like they basically they wanted the Raptors to win because they want Game Seven because they're the, the defending champs, and they were just getting away with nonsense. Like I saw one player in the paint carrying the the basketball like a football, taking like four, five, six steps. That's a euro step, Fred. Oh, come on. It's a Euro step. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they call traveling these days when you're in the paint. Oh, yeah. man. I, I didn't know we were tucking the ball and running the, uh, running back that not these days in basketball. Come on. But, uh, yeah, game seven, the Celtics are probably super pissed off after going all out last night. So they're probably going to put a clinic on tomorrow like they did on game five. Yeah, I think here. this is where I need my music. <laughs> to play the theme song or the, the segment of uh, stats off the top of my head. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be something we're going to add in here eventually. <laughs> I think four out of the five starters for the Raptors played over 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. But all of the starters for both teams all played over 40, if not over 45, yeah. probably. Yeah. That's insane. I have, if you want my NBA take. Mm-hmm. On game seven, it'll be a very low scoring affair. It'll be under a hundred points. It'll be like a 95, yeah. 93 game, whatever you want. <laughs> I'll take it. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I'll take the under on the score all day because these people are exhausted. Oh, yeah. He says nothing is excessive for those 29 runs from the Braves. I, I guess I, I probably worded it wrong. I don't think that it's excessive either. Score as much as you want. I don't care. I just yeah. think the media or people in baseball care when the scores get run up. I don't care personally. You know, I've seen, you know, like little league games or like high school football games where teams run up scores and like, and coaches get fired for running up scores. I've seen that. That's ridiculous. (laughs) There they are. Yeah, there we go. Strikeout beer. Yo, strikeout beer, Brandon, Allen. I I, make sure you're both here because in a couple minutes, I got to ask you guys a question about beer. Okay. Make sure you stay yeah. here. We got to get through this first. The Heat finished off the Bucks. Giannis-less Bucks, really. Yeah. They, they kept the game close for the most part. They tried their mm-hmm. best, but you know the Heat. The Heat won, and yep. it, you know it was pretty much as pretty much writing on the walls for that series. <laughs> uh, so the Heat are going to end up playing the Raptors or the Celtics. Yep. So we still got to wait on for that. Who do you have taken that? Yeah, well, you want the Celtics to win, obviously. Well, yeah. So you're biased. I can't ask you. <laughs> if Kyle Lowry shows up, who he played well over 50 minutes. Yeah. If Kyle Lowry somehow rehabs well enough in these next like 48 hours and he shows up how he showed up last night, hitting some clutch threes, then because his fadeaway that he had to take the lead and he fell to the ground, mm-hmm. that was a and that was him playing over 50 minutes right there, exhausted, fadeaway through. Uh, just two point jump shot. Uh, that was amazing. So if that Kyle Lowry shows up, I'm going to take the Raptors. But if they're too exhaustive, he doesn't. If mm-hmm. you know, if Van Vliet uh, doesn't show up, I, then I'll take the Celtics. Uh, L.A. and Houston tonight. The L.A. Lakers, I should say. Yeah. Um, Lakers are up two one. If L.A. if the Lakers take this game, then I'll have them taking the series. If Houston ties it up, we can revisit it then. But for mm-hmm. now, I'll, I'll leave. I don't know who's going to win this tonight. I really have no idea. Yeah. It could go either way. Yeah, it's a it's a very back-and-forth kind of series there, so we'll see. 
It really just depends on if LeBron and AD want to play basketball that tonight or mm-hmm. not. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, let's and then the Clippers and the Nuggets, where uh, the Clippers can close it out tomorrow night. They're up three one right now, and I'm pretty sure they're they're going to close it out. Yeah. I don't, I don't I don't think there's really a chance there is. The, yeah. Because Murray Jamal Murray, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He's exhausted. He got crushed during the jazz he gave it all during the jazz series he hasn't showed up this entire series Mm -hmm. it's probably it's probably Kawhi's doing but uh yeah so it'll be it'll either be the lakers against the clippers or houston against the clippers i'd rather see lakers two la two la teams going at it that'd be a lot of fun battle battle of los angeles they can they can promote that for days we have tony We have we have the strikeout beer boys here. So real right. quick, uh, Tampa Bay, but uh, Tampa Bay still being Tampa Bay, they're up two nothing. Islanders suck. They scored with like eight seconds left to win the game two one. <laughs> it was epic and awesome. And I don't think mm-hmm. enough people talked about it. We don't talk about it either. It's hockey, but the Lightning are just the Lightning. Um, and then Vegas tied up with the Stars, so their series is one one. And I know strikeout beer boys are Stars fans. Sorry guys. It's going to be a weird series there. <laughs> I feel like the Stars can still win it, but mm. it's a weird series. Yeah. All right. Before we go to NFL news, mm-hmm. real real quick for the Strikeout Beer Boys. I, I When I was on vacation, I found a beer that I have never seen before. I did not try it because I would have had to purchase four cans of it for $10, and I was too scared to buy it. But I have never heard of this in my life. Have you ever heard of a dark IPA and it's a dark IPA because they add chocolate malt into their brewing process at some point. I don't know when they add it. I imagine it's like some before, right before the mash part, it gets squeezed in there somewhere. Chocolate malt in an IPA. That's weird, right? Have you ever tried it? I need to know your answer. So as we wait for their answer, We'll transition into <laughs> NFL news. Yeah, yeah. Four cans for ten dollars is is good for you know. I'm a, I'm just a cheap person. I mean, these <laughs> like these are the ones I got. The tall boys here. Four cans, ten dollars. It's a good beer. I'm just I'm just cheap. I didn't want to waste ten dollars on beer that I don't like. Um, so the person I would imagine is Brandon behind Strikeout Beer. Uh, he says he's had it. I think False Idol has one. Okay, I've heard of False Idol. And then Tony has not has not tried a dark IPA yet. What kind of man says I'm too... I'm not scared to purchase beer. <laughs> I'm scared to purchase beer for $10 for four cans that I might not like. And then I waste my $10. <laughs> That's what I'm more scared of. That I'm terrified of. Uh, That's terrifying. You're, um, you're afraid of that return on investment not happening. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's ten bucks, man. It's ten bucks don't come easy. <laughs> if I found ten bucks on the street, I'd go I'd go buy it. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> not not this. So we already got the banner up NFL news as we wait wait for I would assume Brandon from Strikeout Beer to come in and say what he thinks of dark IPAs, because that's what I really want to know. NFL news. So this one we weren't really gonna this wasn't on the docket until last second. I just added it because I just saw it. Dak Prescott came out and publicly stated that he had uh, depression and anxiety issues 
during the offseason. Uh, he said he sought help in the offseason after the death of his older brother, Jace, and just the general coronavirus pandemic, everything going on. His quote, when you have thoughts that you've never had, I think that's more so than anything, a chance to realize it and recognize it, to be vulnerable about it. Talk to my family, talk to the people around me simply as I did at the time. Some of them obviously had dealt with it before, was able to have some of those conversations and then reach out further just to more people. I think being open about it and not holding those feelings in was one of the better things for me. He went on to say a lot more, obviously, but that's, mm-hmm. that's the one I took out of the article that was on ESPN. So if you want to read more, feel free to go to ESPN and read the entire article. We, we've talked about this many times on the show, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure this is where our next fundraiser will go once this one's complete is somewhere in the mental health field, because that's the one I've always wanted to do. Yeah. But with like recent events and things, we've chosen other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but. This man, it's it's mental health is so important. Um, I read yeah. a picture on Facebook. It was like a little, just something that someone posted, and you know you're in school, college, work, and you break your leg. You mm-hmm. get a cast. Everyone comes over and signs your cast. It's like ah, I hope that feels better soon. You know they're all they feel sorry for you. When you come to someone and says you have a brain injury, a muscle is you know, your brain's a muscle. It's a part of you, but you say it's broken. There's something broken Mm -hmm. in there. You're not right in your head. People run the other way They're they're, They don't want to talk about it or they make fun Mm -hmm. of you saying that your brain's weak. Um, that that's just, it's just the reality of the world we live in, unfortunately. And I'm, I'm glad this was the top story at ESPN. And I'm glad Dak Pratt. I'm glad that Dak came out and said what he has said that he went through this and he sought help and talking about it helped him. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people look up to Dak Prescott, a lot of kids. I'm sure there's a lot of um, young adults that look up to Dak, like these, all these athletes. So reading something like this, that a superstar, someone who's making millions of dollars can have these issues and talk about it. Like, so can you, it's normal to go get help. You don't yeah. have to be, you don't have to be um, – I, I lost what I was going to say there. You can take over from that point if you want. If you have something to say, I lost my train of thought there for a second for some reason. <laughs> I mean, I, I just agree with you there saying that it's a, a top headline for ESPN right now because that's – this this year, this just needs to be addressed. This this kind of situation needs to be addressed, and just we need to support these people, support people like that. Like this is becoming more evident in today's society, and it's don't call people like that snowflakes. Don't call them wusses. Don't call them the, the something wrong with them. Like help them, support them any way you can. Ask them how their day is going. Ask them, hey, is there anything I can help you with right now? Like, you don't know what someone else is going through until it's sometimes it's too late. And that's where I'm glad that we're getting this out in the open, on, especially in the sports world, because I think the sports world has such an influence to help things change like this. Um, same with Black Lives Matter movement and 
how much that's put into the sports world and how much that's helped change outside of the sports world. Um, and so I, I'm just glad to hear that there's some more evidence for people who might be struggling, who need to hear this, who look up to are into sport are in to that into sports. And this is just more evidence for them that everything is going to be fine. And that there's people out there that are willing to help you and it, it'll, it'll be okay. Like everything is going to work out. There are people there to help you. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm just glad to, yeah, I'm, I'm right now here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like yeah, same thing happened to, to me. <laughs> yeah, trying to you're trying to wrap it up, and it's like you, you yeah, can just keep, you could just keep talking about it. There's so many acts, yeah. aspects to mental health and illnesses. Uh, strikeout beer. Uh, his brother was doing some push up challenge for mental illness awareness. There's a lot of stuff like that out there. Um, I've always wondered how that helps. It's it's good. It mm-hmm. brings awareness. It's a it's a challenge. It gets people talking about it. Yeah, and that's that's good for that aspect of it. Um, yeah. If so, your brother if your brother passes away, I believe it was his younger brother too, or is his older brother? His Either older way, brother, yeah. Yeah. is it old? It, that's tough. Oh you, yeah. You have just talk to you have to talk to someone. You can't bottle that stuff up, and that's what you know. A lot of people, a lot of kids, grew up grew up being taught. You know, mm-hmm. bottle that stuff up. Don't let them, don't let them see your emotions because you'll get made fun of. And it's, it's highly, highly unhealthy behavior. So, and it, what's even more unhealthy is the people making fun of the people that come out and say that they're having issues. Those yep. people are the absolute worst. So, yep. thank you, Dak. Thank you, ESPN, for highlighting that. And, Let's move on for more NFL news. Von Miller is officially done for the season. His MRI on Wednesday revealed dislocated perennial tendon. Yeah. Yeah. Which it means his tendon flipped over the ankle bone. Whoops. That's a little bit of a whoops there. (laughs) You know what's in he'll miss five to six month rehab, miss three months stuff. It just he's not his season's over most likely. Yeah. Um, and I, what the weirdest part about this was, I read something that said this happened at the end of practice. Like they weren't even in pads. They Mm -hmm. were, weren't going full speed and they just called it like a freak accident. Yeah. It was just something that happened. Just nothing big was going on and it just happened Mm -hmm. and it was awful. And God, what a way to go right before the season's about to start, man. Yeah. And then Von Miller was one of the first people to contract coronavirus in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he says he's been working his way back. He's been working hard his, to get back to, you know, full lung capacity. Right. He says his lungs, he doesn't feel the same after contracting the virus. Oh, wow. So he's been dealing with that. Mm-hmm. He's got, now he has this. So someone make sure Von Miller's okay. You know, if any, if anyone's yeah. got Von Miller's phone number, you know, make sure to text him, make sure he's doing okay because he has had a long 2020 and it's just going to get even worse now. Yeah, last play of practice, terrible, absolutely terrible for Von Miller. But we will revisit 
the Broncos and Von Miller at the end of this episode because I think yeah. Derp has something he wants to say about the Broncos. But that's it. That's all we got. The rest of this show, week one, baby. Yeah. It's all about week one. This is what Thursdays are going to be from here on out and on and off the field, at least until the season's over again, <laughs> which will be which will be very depressing. But that's a reality <laughs> we all have to face someday. But for yeah. now, it's week one. Tonight, yeah. Texans and Chiefs. Woo! Yeah. Patrick Mahomes on a fresh 10-year, $500 million deal, whatever the heck that was. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson getting four years, 160 extension mm-hmm. on his deal. The Texans are a new-look team right now. Brandon Cooks got brought in. Randall Cobb got brought in. Will Fuller's still there. You got David yeah. Johnson in there. D-Hop is gone. Mm-hmm. And somehow, the Chiefs are virtually the same team. Nope. I don't know how, but they just are. They, they paid everybody, and they're just sitting there like, yeah, we're awesome. So <laughs> I, uh. I could ask you who you're picking tonight to win, but, I mean, I think everyone already knows, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone can play along in the comments if you're watching right now. I see we got at least six eyeballs in here right now. Um, Fred. Thursday night football, week one, first game of the season. Let's start out with a bang. Who do you got winning tonight and why? Well, I'm taking the Chiefs without a doubt. Wait, huh? Oh, yeah, a shocker what? here. <laughs> Chiefs at home at the first game after the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Texans aren't Texans aren't even going to get a lead tonight like they did in the, in the divisional playoff game because that's not happening. The Chiefs are just going to just, they're just going to wreck. They're going to train coming through. Look out. Yeah. Wire to wire for the Chiefs tonight. If I had to guess. Oh yeah. Cause I, I Brandon cooks already had an injury. Now he's already like, he's already hobbling around. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I've been saying because D hop is gone. He's been the one consistent player for, for um, Deshaun Watson. And he's gone. And everyone's like, well, look at this slew of talent around him. Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb. My God. that's <laughs> You just slap him on a poster and call him the IR squad. My, That's not something to be proud of. Oh. It's just not. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm terrified for Deshaun Watson. People are calling him a potential MVP candidate. He's not going to have wide receivers. Brandon Cooks is already hurt. Yeah. What do you want from him? <laughs> he has David Johnson. He's like 32 coming off a major injury. Oof. Yeah. God. Yeah. Chiefs wire to wire. It's going to be ugly. It yeah. kind of sucks that if it is ugly, it's the first game of the season. It won't be much of a thriller. Hopefully Deshaun Watson gives us something to watch. Yeah. I'll like give you Chiefs. a score too. Okay. Let me. Oh God. Here we go. Give it to me. Chiefs. 31. Texans, 24. Okay, well, that'd be a fun game. I'd watch that. All right. Potential, you know, if the Texans had the ball at the end of the game, one-score game, I'd like that. I just don't want to see 45 to 10. (laughs) Yeah, we don't want (laughs) that. Just don't give me that. But it'll be good for the Chiefs, like, to say, hey, we're here still. Don't forget about <laughs> us. We're still here to kick all your butts. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
So that's that. Unfortunately, that's not too much to talk about with week with, with our first game of the season because it's probably just going to be a slaughter fest. I guess the other portion is that th- there will be fans at this game. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have slept on that fact that mm-hmm. it's the Super Bowl champs mm-hmm. and we're still going to have fans. And a lot of people are complaining about, you know, there's going to be fake fan noise. It's just not going to be the same. It's going to. Have you even noticed watching an NBA game that there's no fans in stands? Have you watched an MLB game and you're like, man, this sucks because there's no fans in the stands? No, baseball just sucks because it sucks. Um, <laughs> sorry for those who love baseball. It's hard. It's hard to watch baseball. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. Hi, okay. <laughs> um, someone made a really funny comment. It was like an article or a video, and they were talking about this five-minute period in baseball and someone commented on it and they're like oh so what like two pitches <laughs> yeah pretty <laughs> much I, I just get so hard to watch uh, and you know the, the pitcher takes a timeout he's like winding up he's like yeah. he takes a step back and then all right the pitcher's ready to go again and then the batter steps out of the box is like oh my god throw the freaking <laughs> ball damn it i think so the goal i think golf is faster than baseball sometimes well, because they can like change cameras, and people are like constantly hitting the ball in golf. I I, know, I love so I prefer to watch golf than baseball. That's not a lie. Not yeah. it's not. A, oh god, it's so frustrating to watch baseball. Uh, same thing with hockey. We've been there. We talked about that last week. Hmm. Um, but yeah, fans in the stands. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. But at the end of the day, with all the pretty much a majority of the other teams not having fans in the stands, people are overreacting. You're not going to notice. You're really just you're just right. not going to some some way somehow the NFL will make it seem like there virtually isn't fans, but or there 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 will be. You won't even notice. Well, yeah, and like I think what is it seventy five decibels? I think is the max with music for artificial artificial crowd noise. So it's literally I measured it on my Apple Watch. It's literally the, like this t- this loudness. That's 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 all louder it is. Is that a so good thing or a bad thing? Do you think? It, it, I think it's a it's a good thing for the teams that you, people can't hear as much. Yeah. Like say, like someone from an upcoming opponent's like watching the game and trying to listen. Like I think it it gets a word it it like basically it coats all that underlying noise that we we normally don't hear anyway. Because Which so is, it, I, that's what I was excited about. That's what I wanted. I wanted all the underlying right. noise. I can I mean, I get why you can't have that. Yeah. But. I mean, it'd be similar like with how the XFL was with mic'd up players the entire time. Like you right. could have that situation, but yeah, well, I don't know. It's, it's, it'll be back too. Oh, Dwayne, the rock yeah. Johnson saving the XFL. That's fun. yeah. We'll talk about that someday. <laughs> once, once it gets finalized. All right. So, we're we're one for one there. Chiefs, Texans, Chiefs. Win. All right, all right. First game we got on the docket here: Eagles at the Washington Football Team. Who do you got? I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, that's tough. That's a good start <laughs> for the season for the Eagles. Yeah, the start the start with that dumpster fire for your season. <laughs> that's just a good way to get off to a hot start. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I I have my worries about the Eagles uh-huh. this season. You know, 
like I had a chance to draft Carson Wentz last night in my last fantasy football draft, mm. and I just didn't want to do it. The wide receivers, big question marks. Miles Sanders has a minor injury. They have mm-hmm. like a couple of running backs behind him. Yeah, that offense worries me. Not gonna lie. And then they already lost two offensive linemen for the season to major injury. Big oofs. So, but I do have the Eagles at least beating this hapless Washington team. Mm-hmm. I, I almost made this a hot take, but I didn't. So I'll I'll just bring it up as a question. My hot take was going to be Alex Smith does take a snap, like a real snap at some point this season. But I honestly didn't believe that in my heart. Like in yeah. my heart, I don't. I just don't want him to play. He's on the active roster, but yeah, I I don't want him to do it. Do you think he will at some point? Like I, a meaning, not like take a knee, not right. like it's a blowout. Like he takes a meaningful snap in a game because like Haskins is struggling or something. Like Haskins is struggling and Kyle Allen gets hurt, and Alex Smith has to go in. Ooh, it it makes me so nervous that I just I don't see it happening because I just think Ron Rivera is not going to be a dummy and be like, "Yeah, you're good enough, right? Yeah, let's just uh, let's you have half start. a leg there. Yeah, yeah. You're you're good." <laughs> like. There was a video of his family spraying him with champagne as he came mm-hmm. out of the house, and he was like in yeah. his like his boot, like his strap thing on his leg. Yeah. He was hobbling around trying not to awkwardly place that leg, just yeah. just doing that. Yeah, <laughs> you want this man to scramble around a backfield, especially behind that Washington offensive line? Dear God, please don't. If if Alex Smith being on the active roster was some kind of like bonus in his contract great give him the money let him sit, ride the pine yeah but man if, if both kyle Ann and kyle, kyle allen and dwayne haskins go down oh boy, boy that's, that's not gonna I'm, I'm scared i'm i'm scared uh dolphins and patriots are up next dolphins at the patriots it's a new team there up in new england a brand new team cam newton's gonna be the starter mm-hmm. They have virtually no one left on their defense except Stefan Gilmore from last season between free agency and people opting out. Mm-hmm. I took the Dolphins. I have. Yeah. It's magic doing his thing. I don't it's, know why. I mean, it's that time of year for Fitzmagic. You know it's going to happen. Yeah. Weeks one through four. He's yep. bound to throw four or five touchdowns on these guys. Yeah. He's going to have a day. And then they have. I think Van Noy, former Patriot, is on the Dolphins' defense, so he's looking mm-hmm. to get a little revenge on Bill Belichick. Yeah. And Zach comes in with a fair point. There's always the Belichick factor. And he, yeah, I'll listen to that argument all day long because people doubt the Patriots all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bill Belichick somehow puts out a playoff-caliber team every single season, and then Tom Casey called me a knob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> sorry if I offended you, Tom, but I have the Dolphins being the Patriots week one to to make everyone scratch their heads. There you go. I mean, I'm and taking that, the Patriots, so uh I mean damn it's damn it, Fred. It, We're supposed to be the, on the same page. It's the Bill Belichick's <laughs> factor there, man. Like so that's literally back. That's literally what I was gonna talk about was like Bill Belichick just it doesn't matter who's on that team. He's just like, here, do this. And then they win 14 to three. Like it's, it's a, it's a Patriot thing. And I 
can't stand it, but Patriots, I think, take week one. All right. And it since it's in New England, mm-hmm. like I'm like I'm leaning fifty-five percent Dolphins, forty-five Patriots. Okay. As my odd. I'm not saying this is overwhelmingly favoring the Dolphins, but I do think they can pull it off. Tom Case, are you putting money on that pick? I am not. Because <laughs> honestly, I don't gamble. I don't think I've ever put a mo- I don't think I've ever put money on a game in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just got done talking about how I won't spend ten dollars on four cans of beer. <laughs> Do you really think I'm putting money on a on a football game? No, <sighs> I don't. I don't. I'm not a gambler. Every if I go to the casino and I put a five dollar chip down for like roulette, I'm sweating that I'm going to lose that five dollar <laughs> chip. So we're that's our first split. Dolphins yeah. and Patriots. All right. Uh, Packers at the Vikings. Packers at Vikings. Um, I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah. I think the Vikings have something to prove. I think Kirk Cousins has got something to prove. Stefan mm-hmm. Diggs is not there. They have the rookie and Justin Jefferson. Delvin Cook is healthy. They know Alexander Madison's going to be great. Uh, just in case Cook goes, Cook goes down. And that defense is scary. And, you know, yeah. at the top, I would say top 10 defense. I'm not going to push it too much higher than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. Who was their big Donnell Hunter is out week one, unfortunately, but they yeah. have Yannick. It's I, I think the Vikings can pull this off at home. Yeah. I I mean, there's no home field. Like it's the home field advantage is almost gone, but I mean I, I'm at I, least I, they're I in a dome <laughs> and not right. that crappy Lambeau field. Yeah. Like that's a that's a pretty that's a new that's a pretty new stadium still, so that's pretty fancy. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm taking the Vikings there too. Yeah, we talked a lot about you know what the Vikings are good at and what they have, but it's, I think it's more about the Packers. Yeah. You know, it's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> how they were 13 and three last year, I will never know. Uh, mm-hmm. But God, I, the Packers are such an enigma because they can be 13 and three, or they could have been like nine and seven eight and eight <laughs> because some of those games are so close <laughs> they could have easily lost both those games yeah. to the lions oh yeah so we'll see what happens this season maybe aaron Rodgers comes out week one chip mm-hmm. on his shoulder because they drafted his backup yeah. ba- uh, his replacement i should say <laughs> uh but the vikings will take it colts mm-hmm. at the jaguars um yeah, <laughs> the, here here we go. Is is the jockstrap king gonna be able to do anything this year with this team? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think that management of the Jaguars and coaching staff brought in Gardner Minshew into the office and they said to him, "Look, man, we love you." But this isn't just this just isn't gonna happen. <laughs> like I need you <laughs> go ahead and be a stud for three and a half quarters. But if we're winning, I need you to throw that interception. <laughs> like, but at the end of the day, they're asking him to do this to draft his replacement in Trevor Lawrence. That's the yeah. reality. They're asking him to maybe suck, or at least they're forcing him to suck by getting rid of the entire team. And yeah, they're gonna draft his replacement. God bless Gardner Minshew, but get that hurts. That hurts. 
but then again, I'm not big on the Colts either because you know I hate Phillip Rivers. <laughs> but I have them. I have them beating the Jaguars handedly. Yeah, no, I, 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 I do too. I, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a huge contest, but I'll take the Colts. Uh, I'm I'm just curious to see what happens with the Colts. You know, yeah. I'm curious to see if Philip Rivers can do it. I'm curious to see if Jonathan Taylor comes in and like just completely dominates, takes over from Arlen Mack and crushes it. Because that yeah. offensive line is probably the best in the league, maybe behind the Saints. That offensive line is amazing. Anyone can run behind that line. Yeah. You get a healthy Marlon Mack and a Jonathan Taylor back there. Whew. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm excited for the Colts. Yeah. I just don't trust Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears at the Lions. I am taking the Lions on this one. And I actually have the Lions for my in my survivor pool. If anyone's ever played oh. that survivor pools before, you know, you got to pick a team to win every week but if you pick use that team you can't use them for the rest of the season i took the lions as my week one survivor pick to win nice and i see you have the lions as well yeah yeah uh those bears are just not good their leading rusher is like five foot six and they <laughs> they brought in a twenty one million dollar quarterback to that's gonna the ride bench. the pine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Bears, what are you doing? <laughs> they went and got Cleo Mack and God, they're gonna waste his entire career. Yep. Gotta hate that team. Their defense seems like it should be good again. Like good. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be great. Their defense should be good. Maybe top ten. Maybe at number ten, but that mm-hmm. offense is just god awful. Um, the Raiders at the Panthers. This one I struggled with. Yeah, I I had to think about it for a little bit too. I had a lot of problem with this one because I like the Raiders. For you know, I love Darren Waller. I absolutely mm-hmm. adore Josh Jacobs. He's my fave. I think I have him on like every one of my fantasy teams. I don't know, but I, I just took the Panthers, and I don't know why. I just it just felt right. <laughs> Maybe it's because yeah. I love Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know. I mean, it's it's the West Coast team coming to the East Coast for a one o'clock game. Yeah, that that I didn't so, even think about that. That's a gets. That's all. That's always a that's always just an advantage to the West Coast team for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I feel like the Raiders just. I haven't heard much about them, and I feel like they're just. Uh, just there seems like yeah yeah i don't really know what they're doing either i don't you know what like what's their future i that's a that's a that's a team that's a question every team needs to answer yeah and that or like or at least in the position that you know the raiders are in like if you're if you're tampa bay you don't really need to ask that question if you're the seahawks or the bills Mm -hmm. you don't really need to ask that question what's your future plan right now for the raiders are you gonna tank or are you happy with Derek carr are you going to tank and like build up that defense more to help compete against Patrick Mahomes? Are you happy with what you have? Where are they at right now? And I don't know what the, I don't know. I don't even know if they know the answer yeah. to that. They don't know what they want. They're just going to play the season and be like, whatever happens, happens. And they're going to end up, they're going to end up picking like 15th and get some crappy player that they should have tanked and got something better. But yeah, I feel like they're forever stuck at that like middle pick and it's a terrible place to be. 
Yeah, definitely. So we both got the Panthers. Yep. Here we go. Jets at the Bills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I see you're picking the Jets here. Oh. No. Oh, wait. What? What? Why did that change? <laughs> oh, sorry. Never mind. That The Bills. We both have the Bills. Yes. Go ahead and defend your pick. Oh, what's there to defend? <laughs> just in case garbage. there's a Jets fan, just in case a Jets fan watches this at some point or listens to it. Oh, you know, last year, week one, the Jets were favored to win against the Bills by like six points, and the Bills ended up squeaking that out with a second-year quarterback and with just still getting used to his receivers. The Bills, I think, are more connected now and more of a team than they were last year, week one. So, yeah, I'm not even... If the Jets get up on the Bills, I'll start getting a little worried, but that defense is going to be all over Sam Darnold. Yeah, I think Sam Darnold will be seeing some ghosts out there. (laughs) Y'all thought we forgot. We didn't forget (laughs) seeing ghosts. Never forget that. Yeah, it's going to be a tough day for Sammy. Yeah, I, I, I just want to see what Le'Veon Bell is going to do for the season. Like, even if the Jets go like two and fourteen on the season, mm-hmm. I want to see if Le'Veon Bell can return to Le'Veon Bell from like Pittsburgh. That's what I want to see. That's what I'll be watching for. I, I'll watch for it, but I hope it doesn't happen. No, no, <laughs> I don't, at least not this week. Uh, the Browns at the Ravens. We both yep. have the Ravens here. That's, yep. Again, it's another another aspect. Like I can't wait to see what the Browns can do. They have some mm-hmm. new talent in there. They address the offensive line a little bit. Um, I'm very worried about the defense. Yeah, oh yeah. Greedy Williams isn't going to play. They lost Delpit for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, season. They have Miles Garrett. There you go. They also lost Justin Schobert, their linebacker. So yeah. a little concerned about the defense, but the offense should be. Should be good, but not enough to beat the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seahawks at the Falcons. Yeah. We crapped on them last year in Atlanta. <laughs> so this is back-to-back years we have to travel to Atlanta, but that's fine. Wow. We yeah. still get to play Todd Gurley. Get to say hello to our old friend Todd, who normally <laughs> destroys us. But I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm going to let Russ cook. He's yeah. going to tear apart that Falcon secondary that's virtually non-existent. It's going to be a great day. There you go. You know, I, I really, I thought about this one for a little, probably a little bit longer, definitely a lot longer than you did. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, you just, you don't know what that Falcon team is going to do, but the Seahawks are just going to come in prepared and they're just going to, they're just going to wreck house. Initially, I was a little worried about Todd Gurley. Because I've seen yeah. Todd Gurley tear apart the Seahawks before, yeah. and it, he's rested. It's early in the season. It's week one. Yeah. He's healthy. Well, he's healthy. He's mm-hmm. ready to go. But then I remembered we have Jamal Adams. Yeah, we brought in Jamal Adams to stop the run because our defensive line struggled with that. Jamal mm-hmm. Adams is going to be playing a Cam Chancellor role, and then I became not worried about Todd Gurley, and I moved on with my life and said <laughs> the Seahawks will win. You know, I think the Falcons should be worried about Todd Gurley though, like. He's on the East Coast now. There's a lot more humidity over here. Like that could be messing with us with his arthritis. That's interesting. 
might have okay. a, a bad rainstorm coming through. Is his knees probably act up? It might be getting that. <laughs> he's gonna be like it. those. He's gonna be like those old ladies that walk around and be like, "It's gonna rain." How do you know? Oh, my arthritis. My knee is all swollen. Yeah. Yeah, he's going from that dry climate to that humid climate. Like it's uh, yeah, he's got to watch out there. Interesting. Very interesting point, Fred. De- diving deep into the injuries. That's what we do here at On Off the Field, the award-winning <laughs> podcast on and Off the Field. Chargers at the Bengals. That's a we. I think we talked about this at one point. That's a tough week one for Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, that Chargers defense. Yeah. Oof. That even with the loss of Derwin James, that's still a tough defense to yeah. to take up against. You know, we both had the Chargers here, but like someone yeah. had the gall. Someone had the absolute gall to call Jer- Derwin James the best defensive back in football. Has this guy played like more than five games? I don't think he has. Maybe around, he, got, he hasn't he got hurt his rookie yet. season. Yep. Maybe around midseason. So maybe like eight games. And then yeah. he's going to be out for this year. You mm-hmm. can't call the guy the best defensive back in the league when he's played like half a season. He yeah. has a lot of upside. And I was upset when the Seahawks didn't draft him. But I don't I don't think I yeah. think you have to pump the brakes there a little bit. A little bit. Uh Cardinals at 49ers. I have the Cardinals. You know me. I'm big yeah. on them this season. And I'm not <laughs> big on the 49ers. But you yeah. chose. I took the 49ers. I, I think there's I think it's early in the season where you're still going to get a little bit of carryover from last year for the 49ers. Maybe. I mean, they're going to have something planned there with Kyle Shanahan. Like it's, I think that now when the Cardinals and 49ers meet again this year, that's probably the game I'm going to have trouble picking. But for this one, I'll take the 49ers. I just, they're going to run the ball. There's not going to be a secret here. They don't have any wide receivers like active on this roster for the 49ers. Yeah. And if the Cardinals just play the run, they move up Buda Baker. Mm-hmm. I mean, just play one-on-one on the outside, bring up Buda Baker to help with the run and George Kittle. Yeah. It's over. It's, you know, there's your game plan. You take care of that offense and then let Kyler and D hop go to work. But there's yeah. our second difference. Had to keep an eye on this. I, we got We're gonna keep a running tally for our picks throughout the season. We'll see who wins at the end. All right. The loser has to donate a hundred dollars to charity. All right. Maybe I don't know. Just that just <laughs> literally came out of nowhere. We'll figure out. We'll we'll work on that. Um, the Buccaneers at the Saints. Very interesting one. But we both went Saints. Yeah. Oh, it's New Orleans. Yeah. I don't think Tommy Boy's uh already yet yeah that was why i went with it it's week one with a brand new offense all new players yeah 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 that was my main reason did you see bruce arians beard no he has a beard now oh yeah he looks so different right now he did like a a, he did like a press conference after one of their practices i was like who is that and then i looked at it a little hard it's not like super long but it just like it's an old man short beard. Old man short beard. Oh, yeah. that's an interesting looking. I mean, he still has in this picture. He still has his like little cool hat on. Yeah, that's how I knew it was him. Like I, I other than that, yeah. I was like, who's this guy? Very interesting beard. Because normally, just ro- he rode the goatee normally. Yep. 
Um, Cowboys at the Rams. Yeah. First first game in SoFi Stadium. Cowboys are going to hand it to them. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely hand it to the Rams. Rams won't get the win. <laughs> SoFi is going to have a losing record so far. Yeah. Starting out the season 0-1, Sunday night football. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Mari Cooper, Zeke Elliott. It's going to be gross. Yeah. Um, and then the Steelers at the Giants, our last split. I have, I've gone against everything there's I said because right now, down. oh, there's one more at the bottom? Yeah. Oh, I didn't scroll. <laughs> so we have, we actually have two more splits. Yeah. I have the Steelers because Big Ben is currently still healthy, and I hate the Giants defense, everything about it. So I actually have, <laughs> I have the Steelers winning at least week one. Yeah. And I think the Giants because, like, I was thinking about Steelers offense, Giants defense. Steelers offense, Giants defense. I'm going to go Giants. <laughs> Interesting. Because the Giants defense, who's on the Giants defense? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least they yeah. Steelers they offense. Got, they got Saquon Barkley on the other side. Come on. I, and that's the other part of it, though. You said Steelers offense, Giants defense. I'm going more Giants offense, Steelers defense, a defense that is probably the best in the league, maybe second yeah. best in the league. That's scary. And Daniel Jones will be the second AFC East player seeing ghosts. <laughs> and then the last one, my apologies, is the Titans at the Broncos. And I have the Titans beating the Broncos, which is going against everything I've said in this offseason. Yeah. But I have I have to see the Broncos actually work first before I give them the win. I have to see yeah. Drew Locke with his new rookie wide receivers and Corlin Sutton just had an mm-hmm. injury. So I don't even know if he's gonna play. But I got a couple of questions about the Broncos still. I don't have yeah. too many questions about the Titans. I feel like that's because we know where the Titans are, and they they're just the Titans. They're Titans. Like they're they have a simple game plan, and that's all it is. I feel like the in the intrigue of the Broncos at home. I think it's gonna. That's where I get them the edge. At Mile High State, Mile High Stadium, thin just air snowed the other day. Yeah. <laughs> what better way to kick off the NFL season for the Broncos than to play in the snow? Let's. I, I hope it snows again. I hope it snows week one. What a That'd 2020 be, thing would, to happen. That, <laughs> that's such a 2020 thing to happen. But if that happens, you definitely have to pick the Titans to win because they're going to run the ball better. They have Melvin Gordon over there now, but you'd like to think Derrick Henry would, Henry would run the ball better in the snow than Drew Locke would pass it in the snow. Uh, well, you know, Drew Locke, he practices up there all the time. I guess all the time. I mean, well, two seasons. <laughs> I know, but like he's yeah, I'm more acclimated to it than Derrick Henry coming from Tennessee to Denver to play yeah. once a year. If that. Yeah, and it's tough to run that hard and that long in that kind of climate and that thin air up there. Yeah, he's gonna be wearing a gas mask the entire time on the sideline. <laughs> all right, those are all our picks. Go ahead and write them down. You can hold us to them. We'll give you the final results on Tuesday's show for those. Yeah. But we're going to move on to, I never even changed the banner. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> and it was the NFL news. We we're picking games. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, so we have some hot takes. 
And these we're going to write down, and these are what we're sticking to for the entire season. These are what we're going into the season with, loud and proud on our chest. This is this is the hot take. This is going to happen this season, and we'll go back and forth here. So All my right. number one, my and I've most people probably already know these. Some of them at least. Uh, my number one is the Titans will miss the playoffs because. Derrick Henry went on a monster stretch. Mm. He did amazing. He was a beast. Ran for like a thousand yards in like nine games. Insane. Mm-hmm. He's been in the league for a while now. And for most of that time period, people called him a bust. Granted, that was before Ryan Tannehill comes in. That was before, you know, um, Vrabel comes in. Things changed. Yeah. I think Derrick Henry reverts back to his bust form. And then they have to rely on Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. And we've all seen teams rely on Tannehill before. And that's <laughs> usually not the prettiest thing in the world. No. So I have the Titans missing the playoffs. All right. So for my first one, I have, it's not as specific, but an NFL team will make the playoffs with a losing division record. With the expanded playoffs here, there will be someone who has a losing record in their division and will still make the playoffs. And when I first read that, I kind of thought, that's a weird one. Like, why would you specify division record? But then you think about it. That's Mm -hmm. even harder when you have a losing record in your division. That means you have to be two and four in your division. And then you get to make the playoffs. That'd be insane. Two and four and go eight and yeah, two and four. So you'd be uh, 12 and four if you were to win out on non division games. Wow, right? So you that, yeah, that'd be crazy. (laughs) That'd be kind of crazy, but yeah, we're excited. You never know. (laughs) Yeah, the expanded playoffs are a very interesting thing. Um, so let's see here. Number two, I have the Cardinals having a better season than the 49ers. Super Bowl hangover for the 49ers. Yeah. Kyler Murray in his second season, he gets DeAndre Hopkins as his number one wide receiver. You still have Larry Fitz there. You have Christian Kirk. Monster season for the Cardinals, I think. People think it's going to take an extra season for them to figure things out. Nah, I think they're good. At least the offense is good. I think the 49ers just have whole, I have a billion questions for the 49ers. So Cardinals over the 49ers. All right. So my number two is the Patriots will not make the playoffs. But yeah, you have them winning week one. Hey, every blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. Very true. Very true. (laughs) Yeah. That's, Just too uh, many missing pieces. Even the Be- even the Belichick factor can't get them back to the playoffs this season. Nope. I think it's going to be. I think they've lost too much this year. I agree. I'll make that my fourth hot take. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last one is NFL viewership. NFL viewership will not go down, and it will. I'm not going to say it will be at all time highs, but mm-hmm. I don't think it'll go below their normal season mm-hmm. average 
uh, due to the social justice protests. You see people say all the time, I'm boycotting the NFL. I'm not watching this crap. Yeah. You're watching it. <laughs> you know why yep. you're watching it? Because it's football. It's the NFL. Everyone watches the NFL. Guess what? You're watching. So they're all liars, and NFL well, viewership will not go down. That's the thing, too. If that person says they're going to boycott the NFL, like I've seen comments on social media, like, if I see the team take a knee, I'm not watching them ever again. Well, you have, to watch, you have to watch the game in order to see them take a knee. <laughs> you already count for viewership. You're yeah. already host. Or you can just over. tune in after the anthem. Just tune in like 10 minutes after the game starts or like just wait until it actually starts. Wait till kickoff. You won't see it then. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's their workaround. I don't want to watch them kneel. If I see them kneel, I won't watch this watch any games this season. But they're not going to tune in for the pregame. That's their workaround. They never said they're not going to boycott and not watch the entire season. They're just not going to watch them kneel. Ah, see, they're clever. Ah. Clever gooses there. <laughs> All right, go ahead with your last two. All right, last two. I have the Broncos are making the playoffs even after losing Von Miller for the season. That's I hot. think there's, yeah, I think there's still some spunk there that Broncos are going to be, they're going to be itching for something, and I think it's a playoff spot. I disagree with that. That's hot. Okay, <laughs> I'm not taking that one, friend. You, that's all yours. <laughs> all right. Oh, last one I have. The AFC Championship game will be the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I like it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't see why not. Yeah. They have Stefan Diggs. That offense could be great. That defense is already great. We all know the Ravens aren't winning in the playoffs. No, they'll they'll be out week one. That's fine. (laughs) They'll be out in the wild card, whatever round they play in. Yeah. That's fun. And to round out the show, because we yeah. have some pregame to go watch for the yeah. Texans and Chiefs here, round out the show. Let's go watch some football. Fred, your official 2020-2021 NFL season Super Bowl prediction. Super Bowl, is it 50? I don't know what it is. Whatever. <laughs> In February, <laughs> it will be the Chiefs and the Saints. And I will take the Chiefs to win back-to-back. Chiefs versus Saints. The Saints finally get over the hump. They don't choke. They make it a Super Bowl, but they can't finish it. Very good. I like that pick. I have the Seattle Seahawks against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs ripped my heart out, just like the Patriots did. And the Chiefs <laughs> went back to back years. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, we, kind of most, we mostly agree there. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> but e- even our other teams have starts with S's, Saints and Seahawks. Yeah. There you go. But the Chiefs are still going to win. Yep. <laughs> Dan Patrick's official Super Bowl pick was the Ravens versus Dallas. Oh very, wow! Yeah. Very hot. That's a yeah. hot, that's spicy. That is spicy. Need some tums after that one. Yeah. So he's basically saying the Ravens will beat the Chiefs probably in the AFC Championship game. If I had to say, mm-hmm. and then Dallas finally figured everything just clicks for Dallas, and they can finally have a good season. <laughs> they have the pieces, but they just can't click. 
All right. Well, that's our show. There's our hot yeah. takes, our Super Bowl picks, our week one picks. It's all out there for you. This is now on and off the field, the award winning on out the field podcast with Durf and Dylan. Football's here and it's here yeah. for a while. And we are so excited. So excited. So it's time to go watch that football. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. If you did tune into this show, very much appreciated. Now we can sign, we're going to sign off early here. We normally go like an hour 30 these days, but we're getting <laughs> out of your way so you can go watch the game. So you can go watch pregame. Enjoy football. It's finally back. Durf, give these people some advice. Protect your nuts.